Welcome back to Money with Mac and G. Thanks for being here. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment on the podcast, or check out the Edge Accounting YouTube channel. If you head to the Edge Accounting website, you'll get a pop-up for our free Stocks and Bonds course. We did have a lot of fun recording it, and it has lots of great info for anyone. So, take a look. Wow, it's been a while since we've been in these seats. High school started, and it's a bit of an adjustment. We were at a private school with 80 students a grade, and now it's a public school. And there's over 1,400 students per grade. So, a lot of things are different. The bus instead of a personal mom chauffeur. Anyways, it's been fun having a cafe to buy food or coffee for a midday pick-me-up. I gotta admit, that is very cool, and there are tons of people to meet. My art class is the bomb. Lots of cool people in there. And I think you're digging your Japanese class, right? Hai, watashi wa nihongo ga dasuki desu. That means I love it. But it takes a lot of work, and you have to memorize all these different characters. It sometimes feels like a little bit too much. Speaking of characters, I've met some people who make me laugh and are real characters. Hey, it's good to be back on air. Have you heard Dad complaining recently that hiring people to work is impossible? Yeah, he keeps saying that they're trying everything to make people want to work. He's offered sign-on bonuses, higher wages, benefits, and all kinds of things. But they haven't had much luck. They even offered tickets to the Indy 500, barbecue cookouts, and electronics. He said it had something to do with COVID, so I took a look and found this article from the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber, as it's known, is an organization for business. People join and work together. They share ideas, info, and they think about how to help businesses grow any way they can. Now that you're back to school, you're doing your homework. Nice one, G. The Chamber found many businesses having trouble finding workers. They've done some research. Jobs are important. For growing businesses and the economy. Yep, the economy is how money moves around. And the more people working and producing, the more money moves around and the economy grows. So, school me, sis. What's going on? Okay, let's start with the big picture. There are 10 million job openings and only 6 million unemployed workers. Do you think you could do the math on that one? I know it's not geometry. Ha ha. If you have 10 million jobs out there, but only 6 million potential workers, that means you'll have 4 million jobs that will remain open, and that's even if there's an exact fit for each job that's open. Great point! If someone has experience in selling farm equipment, but a business needs a computer programmer for Roblox, for instance, that's not a fit. So, that's one more unfilled job! Okay, when COVID shut down many businesses, there were 30 million workers unemployed. A lot of jobs have come back, but there are 3 million fewer people trying to work compared to before COVID. That must mean that stuff happened when they were unemployed, which made them decide to not come back. The chamber asked people who were unemployed when COVID hit why. This is interesting. In my research, I found moms and dads had different reasons for not coming back to work. Do you have any ideas, sis? I read that one out of three moms aren't coming back because they have to be home and care for the kids or other family members. It's made it difficult or impossible to return. What did you find out about dads? Their biggest reason, which 30% of men responded, said it's because their industry is still hurting. Plus, there's also a mix of people who are still concerned about COVID at work and don't want to come back. Sounds like they're not being paid enough to face the risk they see with COVID to come back. Well, it's funny you mention that because since COVID began, people put $4 trillion into savings due to COVID checks, unemployment payments, and more. 
are the unemployment payments the money given to those unemployed to help with bills while they find a new job? Plus, does it include the extra money granted to get them through the extra downtime of COVID? Yep, they found that about 7 out of 10 people made more when unemployed compared to working because of the extra help. So, they didn't have to take the first job they found because they had an emergency fund. It's weird to think people are a bit better off, but the numbers tell an interesting story. Plus, those who were older and thinking about retiring decided to not come back. That's 3 million people who simply retired. Wow, the numbers are adding up. I found that in order for many women to get back to work, they needed childcare. But those companies couldn't find employees and closed down or took fewer kids. Which meant that moms couldn't return. A vicious circle for sure. So the percent of women in the workforce is the lowest it's been in about 50 years. That's half a century. And things were different then. Did you see that 10 million new businesses were created since 2020? It would seem that a lot of people wanted to go out on their own and try something new. The gig economy was really kicking in. Seems that way. People trying to make their hobbies a thriving financial reality. And it seems people got really inspired to quit their jobs and search for better opportunities or just more free time. Who would love more free time? Can you say video games? How can you blame them? But it does seem that more people who resigned may not have found that perfect job with extra free time. That means they are still out of the workforce or possibly frustrated and decided not to return. It seems like a potentially difficult situation for many businesses. People decide to work, stay home, not work, or somewhere in between. But don't you need a place to live and eat? Sounds like living with mom and dad like we do is the answer. Did you see that article that said 50% of millennials plan to move back home after college and stay for at least two years, with most living rent-free? Sounds like that two years may turn into more like five. I know Dad would be putting on his thickest pair of boots and kicking our butts out. That's a lot of people who can decide not to work. You got that right. So what are companies doing to get people back to work? I didn't look into that, but I guess a gaming system might get me interested. What'd you find? Did you see that some companies are offering unlimited vacation days? I'm not sure how that one works. Couldn't you just simply be on vacation every single day? I guess you could, but you have to get your work done. There's research that says, on average, employees with unlimited vacation take 13 days per year, which is actually two days less than those with specific limited time. That's really hard to believe. Hey, do you want to name off some of the cool and wacky other benefits that companies are offering to get and keep employees? Sure, let's do it. I'll start. Bring your dog to work. Bork, bork. Unlimited high fives. A personal assistant for everyone. On-site workout classes. <laughs> Free mechanical bull rides across the street. Yeehaw! All the snacks you can carry. Free season passes to the local ski resort. Swish, swish. Pet insurance. <laughs> Unlimited usage of the ping pong table. RV rental discounts. Free beer Fridays. There are some wacky items on that list, but there is fantastic paid time off at places like Netflix, Etsy, and Amazon, where you get 20 weeks to unlimited time off when having a kid. Do dads get time off too? It's not just moms, right? Yep, dads are included for sure. Some even have the same thing if you have a puppy. That sounds like fun, but the way mom and dad tell it after we were born, they couldn't wait to get back to work. Not because of me. Nice try. 
but it does sound like companies are trying a lot because it's tough out here. I think it's time to go. I agree. Thanks for being here, and we'll see you next time for more Money with Mac and G. Bye! Bye.